Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It's my check. It's my check. The podcast. Hello, horny babies, and welcome to another episode of Mike Check, the only podcast with the mission from God to go through the entire filmography of Mike Myers and now the entire filmography of all of SNL and its notable alumni just to find out if they are still shagadelic slash funny baby. <laughs> my name is Alexi Toliopoulos, and with me as always is my co-host, Cameron James. Hello, that's the longest introduction I reckon any podcast has ever given itself. I disagree. I've done longer than that for this podcast itself. Really? Yeah, I think so. Wow. That was like 10 seconds. It felt like an age. (laughs) You uh, you did see me grow a beard in real time, so who knows? It felt like, yeah, okay. Well, anyway, you've covered it all perfectly well. That's exactly what we're doing on this goddamn season of Mike Check. Yes, we have covered most of Mike Myers' work. Mm-hmm. Season two is all about searching through the other notable alumni from SNL's history. Now, let me ask you a question. What is SNL to you? Now, Cameron, let me answer you a question. Mm. SNL to me is everything. Okay. It's the dream. Interesting. It's the reality. Mm. It's the future. Mm-hmm. It's also history. It's a bunch of people that got together... And were they ready for prime time? I don't think so. I don't think they were ready for prime time, but they were ready to create something fucking else, goddammit. (laughs) Did you ever audition for SNL? I sent a tape in when I was 15 years old. I put together a little tape of impressions that I was working on. What are some of those impressions? A lot of those impressions. I did a great Bob Balaban impression. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite actors, Bob Balaban, did a great... Hit me, hit me with that Balaban, baby. Mm, Yes. Uh, Okay, sounds like a great idea. That's good. Yeah, good Bob Balaban. That's good Balaban. The way to do Bob Balaban, don't open your mouth, don't blink. Don't open your mouth, don't blink, don't force it. Don't force it. Bob Balaban has never forced it. No. He's never made an obvious choice in his life. He's a wonderful actor. <laughs> He's tremendous a wonderful talent. Actor. He is a wonderful, tremendous talent. Probably most famously known for um, the head of NBC in yes. Seinfeld. I did that as a little nod. Yeah. I did that as a nod. Yeah, that's a good nod because NBC, famously, the home of SNL. Famously, that peacock shows its little feathered tail feather. Do you reckon they'll ever get the peacock to host SNL? (laughs) God, I hope they get the peacock. And if they can't get the actual peacock, get freaking Adrian Brody to do it in a peacock (laughs) uniform. (laughs) I'd love that. I'd love to hear that pate, that Jamaican... (laughs) Patois. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken oh, again by the great man. The only man who's been blessed by the... Uh, by the devil by himself the... to be banned from SNL. <laughs> Actually, many people have been banned. In fact, our own Chevy Chase was almost unofficially banned for a long time. Really? Yes, yes, yes. He had some bad luck with SNL for a while. Every cast member, I think, that has ever been there while he's come back to host mm. has said... Let's never get him back again and petition Lorne to not keep not get him back. Is it considered bad luck when you are the exact reason and culprit for things? Like it's your own destiny that you've caused. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not bad luck, but it must be Oh, what a crazy coincidence. The guy was the first star from SNL, but yep. everyone hates him. And that is what we're talking about today. We're <laughs> going to be talking about the rising star. In fact, probably the zenith of mm. the rising star of Chevy Chase in our little miniseries called Chevy Chases. 
And we've been chasing Chevy. You may have heard of Chubby Chasers. Mm-hmm. We're similar. We're similar. <laughs> We're trying to fuck Chevy <laughs> We're Chase. We're trying to fuck Chevy Chase. <laughs> We're hoping that we can finally get to fuck him. And That's the best what... part about him this age now is that he it's considered both Chevy Chasing and <laughs> yes. Chubby Chasing. Yes, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> that's why we you know, that's why it works so well. Yeah. So we're talking about he's Probably most beloved, I'd say, next to National Lampoon's Vacation, starring role. Well, I think that these these movies, there's like four movies that he's made that are good. Yes. <laughs> um, Caddyshack, Fletch, Vacation, and probably Three Amigos. Uh-huh. They're all maybe equally as revered, but he's made about 80 other movies yes. that are considered to be pieces of dog shit. Not including Hot Tub Time Machine. That's a great movie. Great movie. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. He's just in it. He's just in it. He's, He's just a, got in a it. cameo, and it started the Chevy Naissance that we're still living through today. <laughs> uh, before we get into our feature discussion on Fletch, which can be found mm-hmm. to watch on the internet, <laughs> uh, we are going to get into a regular segment: Breaking Myers News. Did you say? Hang on a second. Did you say? Uh, I said breaking Myers, as in Mike Myers. Oh news. my god! Did you think I said something else? I thought you said Brecken Meyer. Are you fucking serious? I've right only now? prepared for Brecken Meyer. Oh my god! Okay, Brecken Meyer, the star of movies such as Fifty Four, Fifty Four, Rat Race, stuff like that. Road Trip, Road Trip, um, the <laughs> the Robot Chicken TV show, the Robot Chicken TV movies. Yeah, he's in those. Cameron, give me some Brecken Myers news. Okay, nothing to report. Okay, let's move on to breaking <laughs> Myers news. This is an exciting edition of Breaking Myers news today mm-hmm. because there's a new Mike Myers, <laughs> Michael Myers, Michael news. Myers, Michael Myers movie coming out this year. In around probably October is Yeah, around Halloween-ish, okay. I would say. Yeah. So there's going to be three Micah Myers movies coming out soonish. I don't know if these ones are canon, but uh, <laughs> there is a whole other series what of is... Mike Myers movies that we haven't watched We haven't yet. covered. We haven't cut- covered him yet. I think he's playing himself <laughs> in the titular I role. I playing William Shatner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The new Halloween trailer just dropped. You watched it. What do you make of this? Uh, what did I make of this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for this. So, of course, this stars Michael Myers. Yeah, the as shape. himself. <laughs> the shape. As the shape. Yes. So this Michael is... Myers as himself as the shape. As the shape. So, I'm excited for this. It is a total reboot of the, <laughs> of the Halloween franchise, really. Sort uh, of. It's like a sequel reboot. It's one of those ones where they have gone... I love it when a sequel or reboot comes out with a press release. Yes. Where they have to tell you which of the sequels to ignore. Yes. You, <laughs> when you are rewatching this yeah. to get hey guys, ready for it. Before you watch this, <laughs> just so you know, ignore everything from Halloween 2 until this one. Hey guys, we're just setting your homework for you. Uh, it's a little bit less than you thought it might be. You don't have to watch 30 years worth of films. You just have to watch one movie. <laughs> like, it's cool. It's a cool, like, film nerdy thing to do to go, we can play with chronology and canon. Yeah. And choose what is and isn't real, but um, it's just such an odd thing that is happening so regularly now, yeah. where there is a press release that comes out that goes, "Yep, uh, Halloween one and two, they're fine, but don't you dare watch the other ones." Mm, and that- <laughs> now it's like Halloween two doesn't even count. This one, yeah, exactly. Now they're like, "Hey, guess what? Even the ending of Halloween one doesn't count." Oh, that's crazy. Most of the movie counts, but this we're going to change a few little things. I'm excited for this one. Jamie Lee Curtis returns to the franchise. Oh, the f- scream queen herself. The cre- the cream of screams. The cream queen. The creme de la creme. <laughs> <laughs> is coming back to our she screens. She returns to play the babysitter, whose name is... Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode. And Strode right back she did. I'm excited. <laughs> it's also directed by David Gordon Green, a director I have a humongous reverence for. I, I have adore a huge, him. I have a man crush on <laughs> You've got a man crush on David Gordon yeah, Green. by the way, the word man crush is back. It's back, it's baby. Back, baby. We've got a man crush <laughs> session happening today. Man crushes are in and they're cool. Uh, well, David Gordon Green, if you don't know who he is, he's directed classic... 
beautiful indie films such as uh, All the Real Girls, mm-hmm. George Washington, Pineapple Express, The Sitter, <laughs> Your, Your, Your Highness. highness. So um, you most of Vice Principals yeah. and a lot of... Prince Avalanche. Prince, Prince Avalanche is a great movie. Yeah, he's a great director. He can do... It's sort of in that link ladder vibe where yeah. you can do really cool indie shit and then just broad mainstream comedy. Yeah. Most of his stuff is in collaboration with the Danny McBride. Yes. Who I also adore. Who is, I think he wrote this. He's a co-writer on this. Yeah. I think him and David Gordon Green wrote it together. Uh, I'm ex- I'm really excited for this. Uh, and a lot of people in the past have emailed us asking us why we never did any of the Halloween movies because they star Michael Myers. <laughs> and to that I say, we're waiting for the right opportunity. Maybe if there was a month that it would be appropriate uh-huh. to do all of them in. So, well, let's not do all of them. <laughs> Every last one. Of them. Oh I want to see three. I've never seen Season, Season of, of the, the Witch. Witch. doesn't even have Michael Myers That's in it. That's why I want to see it. <laughs> okay. It sounds insane. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to do a crossover podcast with our other podcast, Total Reboot, where we will talk about reboots, remakes, and rip-offs in cinema. Yeah. So we're going to cover the core ones that are re- in the reboot category <laughs> in Total Reboot. How about we cover the other ones in this one as well? Can we call it Mike Check versus Total Reboot? <laughs> Mike Check versus Total Reboot. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right. That's good. That'll definitely... Break my brain. Yeah, it'll be too hard. It'll be so <laughs> it's hard. Be so hard. Okay, we'll mainly do the rebooted ones, and no, we'll we release... got to do them all. Oh, We've okay. already said it. It's canon now, and I choose to follow this canon. Okay, baby, we're going to encompass all of the movies. I'm actually excited about this new Halloween. I think watch the trailer if you haven't watched it. Visually, it looks fucking cool. He's a great visual director, David Gordon Green, and it looks fucking. Not spooky, but it looks more like in tone with the Carpenter look, I think. It's it's quite nice looking. Give it a go. Give it a shot, guys. It's Halloween. Make your choice. The Michael Myers movie. Halloween. <laughs> it's just it, called Halloween as well. Is it? Yeah. It's not called Halloween 2? No, it's just called Halloween. Oh, that's confusing. Before we move on, let's do one of our favourite Mike Trek traditions. Reading out a list of movies. <laughs> <laughs> let's name every single movie in the Halloween franchise. Go. Halloween. Halloween. Halloween 2. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. He's back this time. He's back, baby. He's and he's back, loving baby. every and minute of it. freaking crazy. <laughs> and this time, it's personal. Halloween 5. Is that the curse of Michael Myers? The revenge of Michael oh, Myers. Oh, so he returned. Things didn't go well. He returned. He just back. chilled. He's back with a vengeance. This time, he's freaking vengeful. And he's going to go absolute Buck wild. <laughs> He's going to go mental. He's going to go freaking balmy out there. And then they've got Curse. And the next one's just called Halloween, oh. The Curse of Michael Myers. Not yes. even Six. They got rid of Six. They got rid of the Six. They said, look, like, you get it. We'll get him back on board now. We'll get I think Curse stars Paul Rudd. Oh, really? Our who's Paul Rudd? Our, our beloved Paul Rudd, who is a frequent collaborator of David Gordon <laughs> Green. True. Is he? Actually, yeah, he's in Prince Avalanche, so. Yeah, he is. Uh, and then there's Halloween. Halloween? Is that, is that an English <laughs> Which word? Which is a British Halloween. <laughs> Welcome to Halloween. <laughs> Halloween. Hello, Halloween. Hello, Halloween. Which My is about Michael a, Myers. a French chef yes. who's fucking three different people. <laughs> One of them is Michael Myers. <laughs> And he's trying to keep it secret from all of them. Halloween H2O, 20 years later, blood is thicker than water. Oh, one of my favourite titles for a film ever. Halloween H2O, just add water. And that brings back the return of Laurie Strode. Laurie Strode's back for the first time since two, I believe. And she's... Better than ever. She's back and she's got a little baby. Josh Hartner is her child. It's the first one that was like, hey, guess what? It's kind of a reboot. Yeah. We're... Fucking forget everything that happened after two, and this is the this is the first real sequel yep. after two. Then they did Halloween Resurrection, mm-hmm. where Laurie Strode was in it again, yeah, briefly. Yes, dies. Oh, okay, she dies very early on in that Brutal. movie. Brutal. I never saw it. Is that the one? It's got like who's in that movie? I can't fucking remember. Ugh. No one good, I guess. Okay. Probably not Josh Hartnett anymore. Josh Hartnett's out of. He it. went on to bigger and better things. Sin City. Sin City 2. That movie where he's allowed to fuck for 30 days. 40 of days nights. and 40 nights. <laughs> oh, 30 days of nights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, then after Halloween Resurrection, guess what? It Back got, to the beginning. They resurrected the series with <laughs> Rob Zombie. Let's just call it Halloween. Let's just say The Dead Was Walking, zombie style. They brought it back. Halloween, Halloween. directed by Rob Zombie. Then, two years later, Halloween 2. 
again. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. And now, finally, Halloween. (laughs) Too much. (laughs) It's too much. Why not just call it, like, The Shape? Yeah, that's a great title. The Shape is a great title, plus it's iconic within horror lore. What about Michael Myers? <laughs> Just call it Michael Myers. What if it's called Michael Myers is back and this time it's groovy, baby? <laughs> they should. I reckon they should call it Michael. Well, there's already a great <laughs> movie called Michael, which is my favourite movie of all time, which is about John Travolta as an angel, as an angel. who smokes cigarettes and drinks maple syrup. And smells like cookies and makes women dance. Well, I brought it up because I know it's your favourite movie. <laughs> uh, guys, let's get into our featured review of Fletch. Here's a taste of the trailer. Oh, for God, Don, Don. What is this man saying? What is this man doing? What in the hell's the matter with you? What is this man's name? My name is Igor Stravinsky. Hi there, I'm uh, Harry S. Truman. I'm uh, Don Corleone. They call him Fletch. Fletch! Fletch. Fletch. F. Fletch. Universal Pictures presents Chevy Chase as Fletch. My hero. Welcome to it. Chevy Chase is at his hilarious best as Erwin Fletch Fletcher, a newspaper reporter who changes his identity more often than his underwear. While working on a drug expose, he stumbles onto a scam that gets him up to his byline in murder, police corruption, and forbidden romance. For this ace newsman, it'll be the story of the year if he can only stay alive till the deadline. Fletch is a must-own comedy thriller classic. Just don't call him Erwin. Must-own. Yes, it's from the back of the Blu-ray. It's their last chance to try and get you to buy it when you're reading that blurb. They got to sell it. They got to sell it, sell it, sell it. It's a call to action. Always be closing. ABC. ABC. It's easy as one, two, three. Wouldn't it be great if in Glengarry Glen Ross, <laughs> Alec Baldwin <laughs> just sung ABC? I reckon that would be the best. Well, it's a reboot idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. That was um. That's a pretty good blurb. That's a pretty good blurb. Thank it's, you so it much. It sums up the movie. I love the tagline. The guy who changes identities more than he changes his goddamn underwear. <laughs> his freaking undies <laughs> will remain on, but the rest of his clothes, um, it's a quite the different story. This guy has goddamn skid marks and ball sweat <laughs> up the wazoo. Up to his freaking byline. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'd never seen Fletch, had you? I'd never seen Fletch. I bought it on Blu-ray like five or six years ago because uh-huh. I heard it was such a classic. Uh-huh. And I knew one day I'd start a Chevy Chase podcast for a few episodes. <laughs> so I thought I'd buy it. And it had always been one of those ones that had been on my watch list forever. And I never got to it. And I think it was on my watch list for the main reason that it is a genre that I really enjoy. You love action comedy. Well, I was thinking more like a... Journalism movie. A journalism movie, <laughs> a newspaper film. You love the post. I love you the love post. all the president's name. I love his Good Friday. <laughs> uh, his Girl Friday, sorry. I love that shit. But more importantly, I love like a noir yeah, comedy. Yeah, totally. Uh, totally. And I thought this, this is like one of the earlier ones, like a noir... I didn't know this was going to be... As noiry as it is. Mm, well, I just knew that it was kind of like an investigative film. And that's a genre I love, is investigative with like a comedic touch to it. Yeah, you see yourself as a bit of a gumshoe. I'm a bit of a gumshoe, yes. I love to explore mysteries. I love to walk the streets, You're talk to dames. You're always narrating what's going <laughs> yeah. on as well. I, that's why I listen to do a podcast so I can pretend I'm doing narration as I walk around, <laughs> listening to my own podos. But it's just your podcast talking about Mike Myers. Yeah, exactly. Mm, curious, curious. <laughs> but I do love that. I would say Bored to Death, the TV show yep. uh, about Jonathan... Written by Jonathan, Jonathan Ames, Ames, starring Jason Schwartzman as Jonathan Ames. That's like a Michael Myers Halloween yeah, situation. Yeah, a, a situation there. I, um, like, that's one of my favourite TV shows. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, the movie The Long Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Elliot Gould version. Elliot Gould version, Can yes, Can I indeed. say something? I love Gould! <laughs> 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 No, I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> I love Gould too. I love Gould. I love Gould. Oh, no. That's the best. I can't come back from hearing that. <laughs> that changes everything. That's a game changer That's a right game now. changer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I also love the genre, but I, I didn't know this was going to be that kind of thing. Mm. I, I guess all I knew about Fletch 
was it used to be on TV quite a bit when yep. I was young. TV one. It's still the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the ads for it, I just remember really showcased Chevy Chase and all the different disguises. Yeah. I remember the cover of the video, which is the same thing. It's Fletch with then multiple versions of him behind himself yeah. in different yeah. disguises. So I really thought it was going to be a lot wackier. You thought than it was going to be is. the master of disguise. I thought it was gonna, he was going to be playing pistachio He's going to the master of disguise. <laughs> Chevy as pistachio. Chevy plays pistachio disguising. Originating the role. Originated the role of pistachio disguising. (laughs) I really thought it was going to be more like that, like real wacky goofball Mm. kind of comedy. And it's not. It's quite it's quite like it's more in tone with Beverly Hills Cop than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it really... It came out one year after Beverly Hills Cop, Mm. which I think brings up something interesting because this movie is similar to that. Quite similar. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Quite similar. In many ways. In many, many ways. I think one of the biggest similarities for us on this podcast is that Beverly Hills Cop is probably the first movie to truly star an SNL alumni. Yeah. As it, a in as a leading man. As the full lead, the main protagonist, mm-hmm. everything. They'd been ensemble movies before this. Yep. Animal House. Caddyshack, both of which we've covered. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. But Beverly Hills Cop was the first one that said, this guy, let's make him a leading Hollywood star. Yeah. And I feel like that speaks volumes as to Chevy Chase's Mm. career and maybe even why he tried to be a big star after that movie came out. Mm. Jealousy. Well, he'd been trying for a while. Like, even at this point, 19, mm. this is 85. 84 yeah. also had Ghostbusters. But like I said, mm. that's an ensemble. It's an ensemble it's movie. Not, Billy, Bill Murray is not just the lead of that film. Mm. Uh, and this one, it is Chevy the lead. And he had left SNL... Like, nine years earlier. Yes. Yeah, a, a long time he'd been trying in Hollywood. And kind of failing. And he'd had some hits already, I think... Was Vacation the year before? I believe so. Um, Caddyshack at the very least. A couple of misses, a couple of stretches of time where he was doing nothing. This is the first big hit, I think, for him. Mm. That was like, okay, Chevy could be a movie star. Yeah. So Vacation was about two years before this. Okay, right, right, right. So this is the one where it's just pitched as him being the star. And I think his comedic voice shapes the film a lot. Mm. And we were talking about Chevy's kind of above-it-all nature he uh-huh. is as his kind of comedic persona. Mm-hmm. He's always above every scene. Mm-hmm. He's there, kind of the smartest guy in the room. Yep. He's kind of riffing. People don't get that he's joking. Mm-hmm. And that is what this movie is all about. Yeah, And I think it is so... It's strange because I loved it. I, I really, really liked this movie a lot. All right, first impressions, me too. Yeah. Can I say five minutes into this movie, I was like, oh, fuck, how come I haven't been watching this my whole life? Like, instantly, I was like, this would have been one of my favorite movies yeah. of my whole life if I'd been watching this since I was like 13. Yeah. This is a great movie. I knew that I was going to love it when I saw the George Wentz name come up yeah, in the credits. Yeah, same. I, saw I was G- like, all right. George I mean- Wentz and M- M- Emmett Walsh, or whatever yeah. his name is. In the credits, I went, oh, two of the great character actors. I'm going to love this shit. Yeah, two big boys. Yeah, two, two big boys two in this big movie. Boys. Two That's big what I like. boys. Plus Gina Davis in a supporting role. Come yeah, on. Yeah, come on, man. Come on, man. Are you serious about this, man? Come on, man. Fletchy, <laughs> you fucking being serious right now, Fletchy? Oh, come out of it, man. Get the... F- oh, are you serious? Or is Fletch, this a joke? Can you get out of the town, Fletch? Get what out the of the fuck? whole town. Honestly, make like your bags and oh. walk out of town, man. Make like Steve Martin and Goldie Hawn, out of towners. I loved it. Yeah, it's it's so fun. It's like clear to me why it's a classic. Yeah. All this time, I really thought it was going to be wackier and goofier. And it's like, he's quite good in it. It's mm. almost, it's the closest I reckon he's ever come to a dramatic leading role. To a real performance as yeah, well. Yeah, like a real man. A real performance. And it's interesting because I, I was watching this movie and thinking about his persona. And to me... This is so close to being a different movie because mm. I I haven't I don't know anything about the Fletch novels that they're based on or no, anything. No, don't you? Famously, don't read books. I think books suck. 
Books is my least favorite medium of storytelling. Let's go through your favorite mediums of storytelling. Number okay. one. Number one is film. Obviously. I adore film. You're obsessed with cinema. Cinema, film. You're a cinephile. <laughs> yeah. I'm a cinephile. I'm a cinephiliac. I love them. I love... I simply adore film. You... Oh, gosh. You love it. I live and breathe it. I fuck it. Yeah. Number Cut two. You, you bleed film. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, ble- I bleed cellular. A roll of film yeah. falls out. Okay. Number two. Movies. Movies. movies yeah. yeah. Movies are fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think movies are fucking sick. You think movies rule? You think they they're sick and cool? Rock. They you like rock. to have a snack and watch a movie, and it's yeah. a fucking dream day for you. I go to the movies, <laughs> I get a fucking co- a corn, <laughs> munch it off the cob, and yeah. I'm having a blast. Yeah. Me, I get a box of popped corn, and I pop my. Fat wiener mm. through the bottom of it, and I hope to God someone <laughs> reaches in. Somebody, <laughs> does anybody, please? anybody nearby, please reach into this box and feel? Oh, my I've got a freaking <laughs> popped stiffo right now. Come pop it off. Comes with my own butter that I made. Yeah, I it's churned n- it myself. <laughs> it's non-liquids. <laughs> <laughs> it comes out in little cubes. <laughs> All right, so movies. Then number three, flicks. Flicks. <laughs> flicks. <laughs> I love to go to the flicks. Sometimes you just want to go to the flicks. Yeah, you got to go to the flicks. The you next, see what's on. Next is probably live storytelling nights. Definitely. You Where love you the moth. The moth. Just to hear a normal guy. NPR. Just get up and just be like, here is my story. Yeah. I simply adore film. So this that is you telling a story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is you doing the moth? Yeah, this is it. I adored film, and film adored me. Okay, that's good. <laughs> then after live storytelling nights, what else do you love? Um, pre-recorded storytelling nights. Yeah, podcasts. Podcasts, they're sick. I love pods. Yeah, pods rule. Um, radio sucks. Radio is not as good as pods. Pods rules because you can honestly pause it, but you can't <laughs> pause this radio. Can't. It just keeps I've going. tried. I've called in. <laughs> guys, can you guys hold the phone for a second? Hold it. I've got to do my shit hold away from the radio. I've got to pull shit out of the gas station. I'm enthralled by your content. Please, just honestly, just dead air for five, six minutes, and yeah. then I come back, and you can continue this wonderful banter. Pick up from where you left off, Fitzy and Whipper. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> I love you guys. Okay. Then and then uh, keep on going for 100 comic more books shows. And comic shit. books, shit, t shirts with slogans on them, <laughs> pamphlets, brochures, Minty's rappers, Minty's fantails. <laughs> Minty's rappers I love because they're comics. Fantail rappers I love because they're about it's film. It's a book. Yeah. They're about film. Yeah. yeah it's about- and then books dead last. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. What about novellas? Novellas, they're above books Just because they're above smaller. Books. And usually Star Wars things are Yeah, usually, usually it's a Star Wars or like a romance <laughs> story of some kind. Oh, Mills and Boone. Love mm, romance. Thrills and Poon. <laughs> That's what it should be called. That's what it should be called, honestly. Okay, why were we talking about... <laughs> because it's based, Fletch is based on a book. Oh, it's based on so a I book. So I didn't really That's know right. what the book was based on. Mm-hmm. But then I look at this and I see that... I see that tone where I can... I can see this being two movies, really. Yeah. I can see this being the Chevy Chase movie. That Chevy it is. Chase. The Chevy Chase movie, that it is. But then I can also see this had it starred someone like an Elliot Gould. I love Gould! Or even a Bill Murray. Someone who mm. is... I don't want to say better actor, but someone who is more known for having a dramatic range. But he didn't at this point. Yes. 1985, he did not. Yeah. So someone that it's like a more traditional actor who's Mm. not from a comedic or sketch comedy background. Someone that is known for dramatic range. And I could see... Paul Reiser. A Paul Reiser type, if you will. (laughs) A guy who is just... He has it all. Even Tim Matheson, who plays the villain in this movie. Looks like Paul Reiser. (laughs) (laughs) looks exactly... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But you know, someone like that, and I could see this being a different movie because the thing that Chevy Chase does that I both like and could see myself having a problem with at the same time mm. is that the way his persona lends itself to this film being someone who is above every scene is that there is no dramatic shift in any of the scenes. There is no yeah. emotional growth or change in any of the scenes except for kind of right at the end is a little bit. Yeah. But that is something that I was not bothered by at all in this film no, because it, was it is too just fun. fun. It was too fun. I couldn't really care less about whether he would change a little bit or whether the love interest would grow to like him more. I didn't care. I was too like dragged along by the cool story. I liked that it was a bit more actiony than I thought it was mm. going to be. And I also really I really think this is like this is the zenith of the this Chevy Chase persona. I think yeah. there's two Chevys. There's this one, this kind of like dry, detached, mm. arrogant guy who's like constantly fucking with everybody. Yeah. Like the the aliases he gives in this name are so in this movie are so obvious. It's mm. crazy that no one else picks up on them. He calls himself Harry Truman at one point, yeah. Ted Nugent, Don, Don Corleone. There's a guy called Penis. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Rosen Penis. Dr. <laughs> Rosen. Penis. Which is the funniest name. Yeah, there's yeah, there's someone called Poon. Yeah, someone called Mr. Poon. <laughs> Mr. There's Poon. so many. And they're all like, it's clear that Fletch, the character, knows he'll get away with everything because he's just too smart and charismatic. Yeah, he's so smarter he than everyone else. He's too damn care. charming. Um, and I enjoyed that. But the other Chevy Chase persona is the one that we see in the vacation movies, yeah. which you don't really see anywhere else, which is the... Um, like the nebbish, like he's mm. a bit of a nerd and he's a bit dorky and daggy and bumbling yeah. and everything that he tries to succeed at goes wrong. Fletch is the opposite of that. Fletch seems like he, like there's no way he could fail. Yeah. So from the moment you see him at the start of this movie, you're like, yeah, he'll solve the mystery and he'll probably get to root a hot chick. And yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> do you, I like how the mystery commences itself because it's not just assigned a task to do. Yeah. That it, it, there's no femme fatale that comes out to him and reaches out for him mm. for, to solve some sort of crime. He is a journalist. He's deep undercover. He, he doesn't have his name on his bylines. He's deep undercover on the beach pretending to be a junkie to try and unlock like a, a drug circle that happens at the beach. Mm. And then while he's on the beach, he's mistaken for an actual junkie a drifter by a guy uh, Alan Stanwyck who is played by Tim Matheson Tim Matheson from Animal House Animal House is Tim Matheson and you know that role in Animal House was actually the role that was written for Chevy Chase really yeah Otter that was written with Chevy in mind yeah I think that's interesting because it is almost like a game of doppelgangers between these two <laughs> exactly exactly and uh, yeah this Tim Matheson guy tries to hire Fletch to murder him for $50,000. Is that right? That's the, yeah. And then Fletch, because he's a journo, he's like, I'm going to dig a little dirt on this guy and yeah. figure out a few things about him. And what he figures out is that this is a mystery deeper than Venice Beach Ocean itself. Which is famously where <laughs> the deepest point of the ocean is located. <laughs> yeah. Just on the shoreline yeah. of Venice Beach. <laughs> the Marianas Trench is right... <laughs> It's less than a kilometre out from Venice Beach. Ball less than, it's like three metres. Yeah. You swim a little bit, then it gets extremely deep it's and you better watch scary out. scary because there's so many monsters down there. So many freaking beasts down there. You mm. don't even want to know about them. Honestly, I don't even want to talk about them. Okay, me neither. Let's move Let's on. Let's move on. <laughs> 
<laughs> so that's the basic plot. But really, it's like an excuse to watch Chevy like coast through scenes yeah. and be charming and funny. And I reckon it's the best I've ever seen him. Yeah, it's quite it's quite brilliant, right? Because I think what this movie does that you don't really see in movies that often anymore is that it has kind of like everyone else is so normal. Yeah. There is like not another comedic character in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Everyone else is such a normal, natural performance. Mm. And Chevy is not above, like he's not being broad or anything. Mm-mm. But the dialogue that he's delivering is quite broad and silly and mm. goofy. And because he plays it so straight, like just busting through the dialogue, it doesn't, it's, it doesn't feel heightened. Like it could be something like his dialogue would not be out of place in an airplane movie because it's mm. all basically jokes and one-liners. Mm. But then because in this natural world, I'm fascinated by it because it <laughs> yeah. works. I'm just fascinated by it. Um, I read this great... Pe- I sent it to you and I might even post it on the Facebook page as well. There's a really good Grantland article about Chevy and his persona. Mm. I think it's a an excerpt from that Saturday night book. Yeah. Which I've never read. Yeah. Have you read that? Uh I've read I think I have, yes. Or maybe there's there's like a million SNL books out there. But mm. this is one of the ones I haven't read. I don't think it's oral history. Yeah. But um it talks largely about the formation of Chevy's persona mm. and why it caught on the way it did yeah. with that era of America. Something that I would never have fucking thought to dig into. But um, the reason that whoever this writer is comes up with is that he represented something that America needed post-Nixon. Really? Which is um, someone they could... Someone who was confident and waspy... Yeah. But still irreverent and making fun of the institution that they are sort of seem like they belong to. That's fascinating. And that's exactly what he is, right? Like yeah. he's, he's a wasp. He's so blue blood. Yeah. He looks there's so many scenes in this movie that are set in country clubs. Yes. And he Chevy looks Chase looks at, at, home. at home in a cravat. <laughs> he really which does. is like the signifier of <laughs> yeah. blue bloodedness, yeah. I would say. He, it looks weird when he doesn't have a jumper strewn over his shoulders. Yes. And when he's not wearing teensy little shorts. Yeah, I think it's really interesting this point that you bring up because I, I, I didn't get a chance to fully digest this article. Yeah. By that, it was long, it was book-like, and I left it behind. <laughs> but the director of this film is a director I'm slightly familiar with, Michael Ritchie. Uh-huh. He directed films I would that are in line with this with another actor. His early part of his career is a first film called Downhill Racer, which is a classic Robert Redford movie. It's one of those movies that mm. came out very early in Robert's career in 1969, right. which is kind of on his point of breaking into being the hottest waspy movie star of all time. Yeah. Right after that is The Candidate, which is a satirical political comedy starring Robert Redford. <sighs> that is about that kind of stuff, really. Mm. Then he kind of moved on to do a movie called The Bad News Bears in the mid-70s. And in the 80s, he kind of had a bit of a rough trot apart from Fletch. Uh, He made this movie that is not that good called Student Bodies, which is like an early horror comedy. Mm. Uh, And then that's kind of nothing as exciting as Fletch after that, I'd say. So this guy trafficked in waspy satire. (laughs) So I think it made sense for this guy to go for Chevy. And it's such a thing of that era, isn't it? Like even Caddyshack is all about that sort Mm. of thing. People... Wanted to see like waspy blue bloods kind of be bumbling and make yeah. fun of themselves and stuff like that, and that's exactly what this movie is. Um, the fun, the cool thing about that article is that it really goes into Chevy's ego, really, which what is does it one say? of those things that we fucking like kind of touched on last week that his persona is largely arrogant. Yeah. That's like the big defining trait about Chevy is that he's better than he always thinks he's better than whatever the fuck he's in and the people he's around. Um, And it's interesting. Like he's, he clearly always had some ego to him before he was famous. Yeah. But I didn't realize how famous he got, how quickly he Mm. got. Like when SNL debuted within two weeks of it being on TV, he was on the cover of New York magazine being called the funniest man in America. Wow. So it had been on TV for two weeks and it was just his face on the cover of New York Magazine with the funniest man in America, America's hottest new TV talent, um, to the point that in the article when they referenced the other not ready for primetime players, 
They didn't spell Dan Aykroyd's name right. <laughs> and they didn't mention any of the girls by name. Wow. The girls got referred to as Chevy's girls in the article. Oh, my God. Chevy's angels. Chevy's girls. And on the uh, on the uh, 30 Rock foyer. I mean, yep. Look, I've been to 30 Rock. As have I. I've been to the top of the rock. Been there. I've been in that foyer. Uh-huh. They have a lot of big pictures of their matinee stars on yep. there. There was a big picture of the not ready for primetime players. But there was also a big picture of Chevy Chase right wow. next to it. <laughs> so it was they had like, the not ready for primetime players. Chevy was circled and highlighted. <laughs> so like you can just see. I don't know how old he would have been. Like probably mid twenties, right? Uh, I think he would have been a little bit older than that because in Fletch he's about forty something, right. early forties. So he would have been probably like late thirties, mid to late thirties by that point. Wow, interesting. Okay. So maybe like closer to my age, even if he's like nearly 30 or like early 30s, I'm imagining. Um, If you've been, if you've come from some blue blood family that have already told you your whole life that you're perfect and brilliant, and then all of a sudden within two weeks of being on TV, everyone in America is like, you're the next Johnny Carson, you're the savior we've been looking for in comedy. His ego must have fucking blown up through the roof. He started doing interviews where he claimed that he writes everything on the show. Oh, my god! Just instantly he changed into the most arrogant man alive. Yeah. And I think that's why he hasn't had the career that you'd think he would have had. Yeah. Because he's such a cunt and everyone hates him. Mm. And he seems to piss everyone off. But yet something about him, I can't... Like, knowing all this, I still... Fucking, I'm drawn to him. I don't yeah. know what it is. I think it's the aloofness. There's an aloofness about him. There's a subdued masculine energy about him as yeah. well that I think is kind of fascinating. Mm. And I, I, this is the one. This is the movie. Fletch is the movie. I'm glad that we did this. We almost didn't talk about this movie. Yeah. I think this unlocked Chevy for me as it, well. I think it did for me as well. Right? And it unlocked that idea of what possibly... I think between this and Beverly Hills Cop coming out around the same time, mm. similar movies unlock the idea of what an SNL lead movie could do, what you could do with a leading actor from SNL. And it turns out, action comedy. Action comedy <laughs> is the way to go. You've got to get the hottest player yeah. and then put them in the hottest fleet. I honestly think the reason he blew up as big as he did is because he's gorgeous. Mm. He he's, is a hunk. He's a hunk. And he's got interesting hair. Yeah, well, his hair's starting to go even (laughs) in this movie. Even in Fletch, there's certain angles where you're like, oh, they've combed him over big time. There's also a sequel to this, Fletch Lives. Apparently it sucks. Spoiler alert for the first movie, Fletch Lives. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, apparently it sucks. And that's the thing. I've read some great stuff about uh, about Fletch where people have looked back on it in hindsight and gone, this could have been Chevy's... Clouseau. Yeah. Like he could have played this character five or six times mm. or at least, you know, three like Austin Powers. Yeah, exactly. Could have been a beautiful like franchise that took him through the 90s and kept his star on the rise. But his ego, like Chevy's ego, mm-hmm. his insistence that his ad-libs were funnier than the script yeah. and people just settling for shit directors and yeah. pandering to an audience made Fletch lives really bad. Yeah. And then there was no more after that. It's it's so odd as well because after Fletch lives, where is Chevy? He th- joins the late night wars, basically. Yeah, he puts I've, out that shit Tonight Show, which I've only seen clips of. Yeah, that had like what it lasted like a week after they named the whole theater after him. Yeah, I think it lasted five weeks, and while it was still on the air, um, the head of Fox was like, "This is a bad show." Publicly, <laughs> yeah, it is. So, he has such a bizarre career because you can you can see this franchise yeah, watching it. It's a you it's can a really see good movie. This franchise and it doesn't it, run out of steam. I can see would, it keep going. Like you just and there's like so many books that this author has written. Uh, Gregory McDonald has written something like ten Fletch books. Yeah, and you know what? It's like it uses every bow that Chevy has. Yeah, because like, he has got some dramatic abilities. He can be like sexy, yep. romantic. Um, he can be goofy as fuck, yep. which he does a couple of times in his disguises. Like it's got everything that you want from Chevy yeah. and it's all in this one character. Why didn't it keep going? 
It's bizarre. It's bizarre. But they have tried to reinvigorate this character many times now. <laughs> oh, Did you read any of that I shit? I read a lot of it. Because that's kind of where <laughs> I've been familiar with Fletch from was it's always been in... Uh, since like I've been a teenager and yeah. I started looking at film news and stuff. It's been in development. Always been in development <laughs> that there's going to be either a Fletch, pre- Fletch prequel, yeah. a Fletch reboot, mm-hmm. and always big comedy stars or comedy directors and comedy voices have been attached to it. The earliest one that I remembered was Kevin Smith wanted to do one, um, and he wanted it to be Jason Lee. (laughs) Jason Lee, and he wanted it to be a he wanted. I think he originally wanted to do a called Son of Fletch. Yeah, Son of Fletch, and it was going to be a Fletch sequel where Chevy would play the older Fletch, and then Jason Lee would play the new Fletch. Yeah, a legacy sequel, a legacy sequel, and then he wanted to do a Fletch. Um, where it would be a, just a Fletch prequel where uh, Fletch Jason one. Lee was going to be playing Fletch yeah. and then they would have it open for Chevy to cameo as older Fletch reminiscing on his life mm. because apparently Chevy was not into the idea of like giving up Fletch or something at that point. Yeah, even, even now he's like... Yep, I'm Fletch. It's like, cunt, you're 70. What are you talking <laughs> you about? You did two fucking movies, dude. What the dude? fuck are you talking about? You don't about? own the role. That was like 30 years ago. <laughs> and then that didn't happen out because they didn't want Jason... They didn't see Jason Lee. Yeah, I read a lot about the that. The infamous um, Harvey Weinstein didn't believe Jason <laughs> Lee could handle a leading role. Oh, God damn it, Harvey. Didn't you see My Name is Earl that had not come out yet? Oh, there's so much where... Because that went on for like 10 years of Kevin Smith trying to get that movie made. Mm. Even... After My Name Is Earl came out, he yeah, was like, "Look, really? the guy's a fucking star. He's on billboards everywhere. He's being nominated for Emmys. Give him a chance." And Weinstein and his infinite wisdom, <laughs> the infamous Harvey Weinstein, said, "No, no, no. It can't be him. It has to be Ben Affleck." At one point, it was going to be Affleck because yeah. Affleck is apparently a big Fletch fan. Um, Cannot see it. Gilly, Gilly's the closest <laughs> thing to Fletch. Yeah, um, but another uh, name. Jason Lee. So many crushed names. It. I don't. Look, I, I really think I Jason Lee. I used to Lee. really like Jason Lee as a skater. Yeah. <laughs> and kind of in those Kevin, early Kevin Smith movies, but I don't think he's charismatic enough. Mm. Like, you need to be a fucking smooth operator to play this character. Yeah, he could be too bumbling. And the other names that were attached at one point that were suggested as alternatives to Jason Lee mm-hmm. Brad Pitt. Yeah, I could see it. Brad's funny. I can see that. Brad's the funniest cunt alive. He's one of the funniest men who has ever lived. Yeah. Have you ever seen him in a movie? Yeah, dude. I've seen him in so many movies. He's fucking hilarious. My God. Meet Joe Black, one of the funniest movies I've Definitely. ever seen. Uh, Fury. Oh, so my God. fucking funny. Gut busting and wall busting in that movie. I love that flick. Yeah. Um, and also attached was Will Smith. I would have loved that. Hysterical. I would have loved... You know, he kind of got to play Fletch in Hitch. Yeah. Hitch and Fletch are similar. <laughs> I would have loved to see the Fletch <laughs> rap. Would have been great. Actually, he would have been sick as Fletch. And then the much maligned by me, Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, no, don't, no, 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 no. I think it could actually nah. could have worked. Rather see James Corden. Yeah. <laughs> see Corden in the role. You any know what talk show host could have been Fletch. Any talk show host. I would rather... Samantha B. <laughs> I'd rather talk show host be Fletch than Fletch be a talk show host. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Okay? Do you know another name that was attached at one point? Yes, I do. Ryan Reynolds. Really? Yes, the guy that last week we said we said that Chevy could have been the original Deadpool. He could have been and dead. it turns out Ryan Reynolds was nearly the original Fletch. Well maybe not he would be a little baby boy. <laughs> but yeah. I read uh, I read some interview with Ryan Reynolds where they were saying, you know, is it true you were offered the role of Fletch? And he turned it down yeah. because he thought everyone would all of a sudden realise that he'd been ripping off Chevy Chase for yeah. his entire career. So all that shit that I said last week about Ryan Reynolds doing Chevy Chase, apparently Ryan Reynolds is also very aware of it. And he's talked about it multiple times in interviews where he said things like, yeah, if you just watch Van Wilder, every tick I do is a Chevy Chase tick. Wow. I flare my eyes, I speak deadpan, I'm smiling while I'm insulting people. He speaks deadpan, now he speaks Deadpool. <laughs> By the way, Deadpan is um, another character in the Deadpool reboot yeah. that we're going to do. Yeah, it's a flat it's Deadpool. A, it's a, I was thinking it's a fawn. <laughs> it's, a de- it's, a, it's a fawn, okay? It's a fawn. He leads it through a freaking labyrinth. He goes into a, Deadpool goes into a labyrinth and meets Deadpan, who is <laughs> a fawn who blows the panpipes and also blows something else. 
<laughs> he blows a fan's pipes, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and then also attached, this one was almost made at one point. Uh, Smith was eventually replaced by Bill Lawrence, the creator of Scrubs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because at one point, Zach Braff was attached before Bill Lawrence. And then yeah. that was something that was almost going to happen. I never really got into Scrubs. Scrubs? Never going to Scrubs. I don't want no Scrubs. <laughs> I do not want no Scrubs. I don't that is want no Scrubs. I don't like Zach Braff and I don't like Donald Faison. <laughs> you don't like Donald Faison? Actually, I do like Donald Faison. Yeah, I don't like Zach Braff though. No, but I remember reading a quote where the the wonderful Harvey Weinstein said something like, if you get Garden State plus Fletch, you got a million dollars right there. What does that wow. even mean? <laughs> also, that's not much money. That's not much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, I can't even imagine Zach Braff. He's too. Doing uh, this role. He's too nebbish. It doesn't work. Yeah, you need to like. Th- that's the thing. His aloofness is also dislikable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, true. When but, Zach Braff does aloof, it's just like, mm, yeah, you can stay away from me. <laughs> yeah, this this character needs to be fucking. Cocky and co- the, honestly, the only other actor I think, apart from Will Smith, is um, Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino could have done it. Can I propose to you one that is the latest reboot idea? There were a couple. I remember when I was a teenager, Zach Galifianakis was attached at one point. Look, he's hilarious. I don't really want to. see One of it, my though. favorite comics I don't ever. See it, though. But I, I was. That's when I became interested in mm-hmm. Fletch when I heard that. Mm. But Warner Brothers has been requesting a screenplays. Uh, there is a screenplay written by David List who represents the McDonald's state, the author. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the draft has been proved attractive enough to engage Jason Sudeikis in the role. Oh, yeah. An he's SNL he's another Chevy uh, disciple. Yeah, from SNL itself. Yeah, actually, Sudeikis is doing Chevy in like every movie. Yeah. He's doing the exact same traits as Chevy Chase. His devil character is Chevy Chase. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I could see that, I guess. I could really see I don't think Sudeikis. it'll be a hit. Yeah. I don't think Sudeikis quite has it. Really? He's good, but he, he's not like... He's no Childish Gambino. He's no Childish Gambino. No. Why can't they just offer it to Childish Gambino? I think that could be cool. I think he could definitely do it. He's yeah. got the comedic chops coming out of up his byline. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he could really do it because he can also do some character stuff. Yeah, so he could he even could play Troy from Community. He could even do a bit pistachio style, you know. Yeah, he could play pistachio Fletch. Yeah, pistachio Fletch, son of Fletch, and pistachio disguising. <laughs> but he could do the master of disguise ability in this film as well. I think. Yeah. Oh God, I don't know. I mean. I don't know if I really care enough to watch someone else do it. I'm like, I really think part of the reason why I like this is because mm. of Chevy Chase. That's the and same like as I've me. And like I've said, like I said it already, it's gone on the record. This is true. I know the guy sucks. I know he's a bad dude, mm-hmm. but there's something about him that you can't turn your eyes away from. You him. can't deny it. Yeah, you can't deny it. And I wish I could really quantify what it is, but it's just there. It's Chevy. And that's why we're chasing it, I guess. So, in conclusion, Fletch fucking rules. Fletch rules. Watch Fletch. And then watch Hitch. Yeah, it's like the modern day Fletch. Guys, thank you once again for joining us on another episode of Mike Check. Next week, we're going to be chasing Chevy once again with a couple of friends. The three amigos, that is. Your favourite two amigos are going to be watching the three amigos and... I hope we're equally as funny as they are. Have you seen The Three Amigos? A million times. I've I grew never, up watching it. I don't think I've ever seen it. I modelled my whole life on it. On all three Amigos? Yeah, man. Every part of my personality is a different Amigo. Okay. What's your sensual side? Chevy. What is your happy side? Martin Short. And what is your... <laughs> what is your deadpan side? Joe Montagna. <laughs> He's not one of the three amigos, but he is in the movie. Oh, great. I love Joe Mantegna. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited now. That's why I knew you'd like it. Well, guys, if you want a little bit of more between now and then, you can check out our other podcast, Total Reboot, where we go through remakes, reboots, and rip-offs in cinema. We have got a Jurassic Park series starting next week. And if you just saw Ocean's 8 in the cinema, we just did an episode about that. And there's plenty of other great episodes there. Check that out. That's a new podcast from us, and we're still super proud of it. 
Also, if you want even more from us between now and then and you want to give us a little support, you can head over to patreon.com slash totalreboot. This is the exclusive place where you can get the podcast Reboot Riffs, where we go through every film in history to reboot and remake them ourselves. It's a new, funny, silly, goofy podcast from us. And for just $5 a month, you can access that bonus content. You can uh, also suggest movies for us to reboot there. For example, Fletch, which we just kind of did reboot with Childish Gambino. We did it, baby. But we would do it funnier on that podcast. Funnier and longer. Yes. And topless. Yeah. We record those episodes topless. (laughs) We do them half nude. (laughs) That's a that's a thing we have to record those in the half nude, the semi nude. Uh, so five dollars a month gets us gets you access to that bonus content. Uh, it you give us six ninety six nine six nine ninety. Yes, that gives you the horny baby tier, where you will not receive anything extra other than that. I will read your name on the podcast which right now. Will make you horny, which will make you freaking horny, baby. So I'm just going to read a couple of our new 690 Horny Baby patrons. We've got Thomas A. Hmm. Thomas A-hole. <laughs> One of the horniest parts of a human being. <laughs> so many nerve endings down there. Very, very tasty, Thomas. Thank you so much, Thomas, for contributing to our patron. Uh, Isaac N. Isaac, baby, thank you for helping us out. Isaac Ballsack. <laughs> okay, that's uncalled for. No, that's, that's also a horny area. Oh, really? Yeah, because I've never tried honestly it. fondle your own sack. <laughs> it honestly feels so good, and you can do different things while you're doing it. Like I often fondle mine while I'm driving, <laughs> and it feels great. And also, you're you're doing work. You know, you're getting stuff done. I want to give another shout out and a thank you to Damien P. I wonder what I could say about that. <laughs> Well, he's the son of the devil, so I'd be careful. <laughs> Damien, you're the... 6669. <laughs> Damien, you're the son of the horny devil, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know exactly Thank what you, you so mean. much, Damien. Blessed and be, Damien. Jared O. Jared O. O. <laughs> o. Yeah, baby. Jared, thank you so much for being a horny baby. Thank you, Jared, for being horny, and thank you for being a baby. Uh, there's one more that I'd like to give a shout out. This is someone that uh, has not given us a six ninety. Whoa! They are only a five dollar tier donator. Then why are you shouting them out? I'm shouting them out because it's your mother, baby. Oh, really? It's not a man. It's your mother, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why your mom did just go an extra dollar ninety on Jenny, us. Jenny, why didn't you go the six nine option? <laughs> Jenny, you're not a horny baby. Jenny, and that's actually good to hear. <laughs> I hope you are chased. I hope everyone's mother out there is chased and refuses intercourse. And same with the fathers. No, if you have a child, if you have an offspring, you are not allowed to ever get horny again. (laughs) That was your last chance. (laughs) Hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for joining us. If you want to help us out as well, you can donate to the Patreon or you can give us, or both, you can give us five stars on iTunes. And in your view, let us know which actor you'd like us to do a super specific podcast about and give the name of what that podcast could be for example childish gambino <laughs> just his name we will release it on itunes title childish gambino the, the gambino podcast. bambinos <laughs> we looked through all of his movies yeah. from the muppets one that he's in to uh-huh. That space movie that he's in, <laughs> The Martian. Yeah, or the other space movie he's in, Solo, a Han Solo oh, story. Oh, fuck, I actually forgot he was in Solo. Guys, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week with The Three Amigos. It's my check, it's my check, the podcast that Mike buys. And the clip. <laughs> 
But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Save big money. 